Welcome back to Your Tech Report. I'm very excited to welcome back our next guest. She is the Director of Accessibility at Xbox, Anita Mortaloni. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Always great to be here. A very exciting week. It is Global Accessibility Awareness Day on Thursday, of course, this week. Everybody is celebrating in some way, shape, or form. I want to get into, of course, what you guys um, have to announce on this Global Accessibility Awareness Day. But before that, I got to ask some... It's been an exciting year for accessibility in gaming. The momentum, to me, feels a little bit insane. Like, it's something I haven't seen of in a very long time. Am I just feeling that? Am I alone in that feeling? You are not alone. It's been an exciting year. I like we always say we're on a journey and it feels like the journey is speeding up in a very, very good way. And it's exciting to see what's going to be coming up in the next several years. Yeah, no, the focus on accessibility in gaming is just it's so cool. It's just so cool to seeing people finally click in their head. We can do things to make these games and the things we do, whether it's outside of gaming or in gaming, um, accessible to anybody, regardless of ability, disability. It's just it's so cool. And to be part of this, um, the movement and celebrating each and every single year is super exciting. I got to ask you some some background for a second. here. Yeah, um, you guys published some interesting numbers. How many gamers with disabilities are there globally? Right now, we have over 427 million players with disabilities out there. Okay, so you guys listening to this, I want you to take a moment, and for, that's an, a staggering number. It's a staggering number, so when we talk about the importance of a day like this, and we focus in on announcements, it's because of numbers like that, because those people are people that you know are, are want to game and have barriers when they try to do so, and this is why companies like Microsoft are really pushing the envelope farther in trying to make gaming accessible. Um, Tell me about some of the the exciting announcements from Xbox in honor of this year's Global Accessibility Awareness Day. Oh my goodness, we have so many for you. Um, (laughs) And we say announcement, but really this, some of them are new that we're sharing this week, but some of them are from the past several months because we believe that we shouldn't hold anything back and wait for one day to share all the accessibility goodness. So I have some updates, some new updates, some progress made, and some global partnerships. Okay, so where do you want to start? Um, let's start with the new stuff because that's you okay. Know, let's go for new. Always okay, I like it. People are excited. Um, so, the old stuff's exciting too. I'm not saying that's oh exciting. It's still exciting. I have exciting <laughs> old stuff too, and progress okay, there. Um, but starting with the new stuff, the first one. Um, let's start with our expanded accessibility support pages. Um, these allow players to know what controls are out there across PC and console. And what and how to use those? Like it's not enough just to stumble upon a setting yeah. if you don't know how to use them. And so over the last several months, we have put a lot of energy into making sure it's complete. And so our support page now has over 150 accessibility features, settings, and controls available across PC and console. So we're super excited about like, that. And that's things across. I mean, this is across all gameplay, right? It's not just specific to, as you said, Xbox, of course, and PC as well. But this is things that have to do with um, you know, the visual components, the third-party adaptive controllers, et cetera, et cetera, right? Absolutely. You have the Xbox adaptive controller. You have new pages like how do you adjust the controller stick settings to how do you find the accessibility settings within Game Bar, like the whole gamut. That's awesome. You know what? I must, I have got to tell you something. My son, who's getting more and more into gaming, um, he's taking advantage of a lot of these accessibility features as well because it helps him fine tune the gameplay himself. So, this is, you know, we, when we talk about universal access and universally, you know, accessible products, 
There are so many things that cross that line or were born because of a need for accessibility that are beneficial to absolutely everybody and and vice versa. So I'm, I'm loving this so far. Continue. Oh, well, you're spot on. The whole idea of solve for one, extend to many. We know that everybody plays differently, either like at the, from the beginning of the day to the end of the game or over your lifetime. And so accessibility settings allow you to customize your play to meet how you want to play. I love it. I love it. So there's some news. Um, so more uh, new tell stuff. me about. Yeah, go go for it. Go for it. Um, okay, so speaking of accessibility settings on the Xbox app and PC, we now have an accessibility tab that has um, two new accessibility features to disable background images and disable animations. Settings designed to help players reduce visual components that could cause disruption, confusion, and irritation. And on that tab, we also have links to all those accessibility pages, making it even easier for you to find that support documentation that you need to be able to discover how to fully use all of those features or ones that you may not know about. Awesome. You know, it's interesting because there were um, we were doing a search uh, a couple of days ago. I can't remember what feature it was in particular, but we were searching YouTube, and um, you could tell that people are diving into this and they're gonna they're gonna eat this kind of stuff up because the features are there, but they're not necessarily explained directly on the console or directly on the PC. So sometimes you need to tweak certain things to make it especially useful for your particular use case. So whereas you might come to me and say, you know, we've expanded, you know, support pages, someone might go, oh, what do you, so, so what? You don't realize how important something like that is in the grand scheme of things. Yes, we don't all pick up Lego and build it, we know, without <laughs> looking at the manual. Some people do that. But sometimes you need to because you need to find that particular element of the component in order to make it work. I love this. Keep going. <laughs> okay, um, let's jump on progress on some of the quote-unquote old stuff, but still super okay. relevant because yep. we've worked on shipping in the last year. Um, so the first one, and this might be my favorite of the entire list, is the Xbox Accessibility Ambassador Explorer Path. And so this launched back in October after we met with some of the Xbox ambassadors. And if you're not familiar, our ambassadors are a group of people who promote safe gaming and are just passionate about making gaming fun for everyone. And so we met with them and they're like, I want to learn more about accessibility. And we're like, we're the people for that to make that happen. And let's gamify it. And so we gamified their ask to learn more and created the Accessibility Explorer Path. So we launched it in October. And yeah, we were getting lots of positive feedback on it. And we're like, what if we had a goal of 1 million missions completed? Like of all the ambassadors go out and do these missions, which are quests to go try out an accessibility feature. Not just read it, but like, go try it out. See how it works. Go learn about it. Yeah, hands on. Try it out. Give us feedback and learn about accessibility. And we are super excited to say we hit it. We have over 1 million missions. I wish I had applause ready. Where do I, I got to have I, I applause somewhere here. Do I have applause? Yeah, here we go. The applause is really for all those ambassadors out there that yeah, were just super eager to go learn about accessibility so that they could create a welcoming, inclusive platform people to, for people to play on and be able to point people to, hey, I know a feature that could help you. Go try this out. Go check out these support articles. And it's just really a testament of creating a culture of inclusion on Xbox. Well, it's so important for people to actually use it and demonstrate it, not only obviously for the user feedback for for you guys, but also just, you know, you learn because like, oh, wait a second, it helps you discover new features or discover how to use it. Or for those people who don't want to dive into support documents, they can go and easily see how to do something in real world. There's no substitute for that. 
And I have to mention our creators, the people that make the games, Please. develop and publish. Um, so we have new guidance for the Microsoft Game Accessibility Testing Service called MGATS for short internally. And that whole program was created to provide our developers and publishers a way to validate the accessibility of their games and help our developers learn what accessibility feature tags were applicable to their game. But we wanted to make it even easier, and so we provided this last month more details on the tags. So the developers can now go out and see the criteria behind those tags. We added 119 test steps and 124 examples to really help all of those developers out there bring those accessibility tags to life in their game. That is very cool. What has the response been from those partners, those developers out there? Because you know, not everybody goes into developing a game and says, okay, I need to focus on accessibility. Obviously, we're working towards that so that it's there by design. But when you go to a company and say, okay, you know, here are some milestones or things we want to work into your game, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the response has been obviously overwhelmingly positive. Um, but have you, have you found any particular cases where they've taken it almost a step beyond and really embraced it? Absolutely. So we, it, you're spot on that the resp response has been overwhelmingly positive. The report that comes out of it is many, many pages long. The part that our publishers and developers really love is the feedback from players with disabilities. This isn't yeah. a report that just says, hey, you've checked these, you haven't done these, but we bring in players with disabilities to provide that qualitative feedback of what it's like to play the game. Where, where are you doing stuff really, really well and what could be improved? And the program itself has logged over 13,000 hours from players with disabilities as part of the Crazy. program, providing it to those publishers and developers. And that's where you start getting that feedback cycle of partnering with the community to develop games that really work for everyone. There's a video that I recall, uh, I'm sure you've heard the name Steve Saylor. He's an incredible, uh, incredibly known advocate in the, uh, in the blind gaming community. I remember watching the video and he played The Last of Us Part Two for the first time and he was just brought to tears because he was able to play the game. And it's the, and not, we're not, not that we're trying to get everybody to have an emotional response, but that is just the reaction and the reflex from people with disabilities who are able to experience something that they've wanted for so long and weren't able to do it, and suddenly it's becoming part of the design. So it's absolutely insane. You've got some really cool partnerships as well um, to announce um, that's going on, I guess, from now till till the end of the year um, with different organizations. Tell us about some of them. And I, and I love that these partnerships are global. It really shows the expanse of where gaming is going and is right now. Um, so let's start. the first one would be from May to September, Xbox is partnering with um, Korea's National Museum of Modern and Contemporary Art um, for an art exhibit named um, Game Society. And it showcases contemporary visual art embodying games, imagination and realism. So you, we get to highlight game accessibility. And of course, it includes an installation of the Xbox adaptive controller that visitors get to go and use and play with. That's cool. That's very cool. Spinning around the globe, um, Xbox yep. Netherlands. Um, and we're partnering with Pan Paul Van Vandermad, uh, player with disabilities, and the High Perks Foundation to release a video series showcasing the impact of the Xbox adaptive controller and the impact it still has with players with disabilities. That's going to be very cool. Yeah. And then worldwide, but located in Berlin, um, we're going to continue our partnership with Xbox and Special Olympics, partnering with them in Berlin 2023. 
where in June, Xbox and Human Electric um, will provide Xbox gaming stations in the Athletes' Lounge in Berlin, where athletes and partners can try out accessibility features and connect with other participants. Like, what a great way to, like, go participate in the Olympics and then in your downtime, go play games. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, come with us. Let's set you up here. We can have some games, enjoy it. Um, There's a very cool live stream event on the Xbox Twitch Twitch channel. Um, uh, Tell me about that, because it has to do with the new Star Wars Survivor. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be amazing. Um, We're going to have a few folks being able to go out there, play Xbox or Star Wars Jedi Survivor, share all the accessibility features. You should definitely tune into the Xbox Twitch channel for that. That is so cool. That is amazing. I mean, this is just part of the celebrations, obviously, at Microsoft for Global Accessibility Awareness Day. On the Xbox side of things, uh, there's so many things which we can point people, obviously, to the Microsoft blog. You always have some really, really cool stuff to highlight. Is there anything else we didn't touch upon before I let you go? Um, We will also be sharing in our blog post um, updates on upcoming game Forza Motorsports. There's a small, tiny little announcement there on blind driver assist and one touch driving there'll be updates on minecraft legends and all the accessibility features there as well as audios so it's a a great blog that really summarizes the breadth of accessibility work that has been happening in xbox over the last several months anita thank you so much for taking the time to join us um uh, uh, congratulations on all the incredible announcements um it's so nice to catch up with you especially around an event like this and uh, we hope to have you back on soon Sounds great. Have a great Global Accessibility Awareness Day. Your tech report will be right back. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex. But I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Do, did, Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.